0: Hello and welcome to the Unmissables podcast. I'm Boyd Hilton, and I'm joined by two spectacular colleagues, Stephanie Seelan. Hello. And Kay Ribeiro. Hello. Um, Steph is in an emotional state because <laughs> oh, she recently saw one of the things we're reviewing today—the latest from Disney Pixar, Coco. And um, we will, we'll in full, look at the emotional experience that that was. There are not the
1: enough st- tissues in the world <laughs> to have mopped up her tears just mm. now. Been deeply affected mm. by recently, it. Recently,
0: recently. Yeah. Um, on top of that, we're going to review another film. This is a two-film podcast. I think the first time in the, some would say, glorious history of <laughs> the I <Unmissables> podcast <laughs> that we reviewed two major motion pictures coming out in cinemas. It's the Oscar season. so. It's Ding. partly why we're doing it. Hold on. Go on.
2: Oscar, Say Oscar season.
0: Oscar season. Ding! Um, and so the other film we're reviewing is The Post, which stars Meryl Streep and Tom Hanks and is directed by none other than Steven Spielberg.
2: Also very emotional.
0: Also very emotional. There's no greater Oscar <sighs> bait, surely, than those three names. Streep, <sighs> Hanks, Spielberg. Both of these films are out next Friday, Kay. And on top of that, we are reviewing, because we don't want to abandon TV wholesale, we are reviewing the latest series of Call the Midwife, the long-running, hugely popular, historical Which is also very emotional. emotional. Oh, yeah. It's
1: oh been, yeah today is very emotional week. week. It's an emotional It's an emotional special. Yeah, it's the emotional <laughs> special.
0: I've just decided right. it's an emotional special.
1: Anyone with emotions, you're going to love yeah. it. Yeah. And,
0: and do you want to say, even because I got a tweet this week from, um, and of course, if, if I'd have been good, I would have noted who it was from. But oh. I got a lovely tweet this week from someone who said, um, oh, I've been looking for a TV review um, Podcast for ages. And they found one. Did and they we're they going elsewhere. One. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then they, yeah, they also said, oh, there are other ones. And I was like, well, I mean. That's
1: out of order. Name them. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, so, I mean, we are, do many do TV, but we're not missing out any major TV this week. This is a week where there aren't that many. I think Call the move Off is the only new, big new show oh, that's starting this why? week, Steph. It's just the way it is. We're in the middle of, you know, January, and there's loads of new stuff started last week and the week before. Hmm. Yeah, it's just one week where there isn't that much new stuff. So, that's partly why we're doing two films as well, just to reassure. The people on the ground, podcast listeners, we are no way abandoning television. No. And to prove that even more, before we get to that meat Mm -hmm. of those big three reviews, I'm going to ask everyone what they've been watching or listening to or reading this week, but probably mainly watching, I'm imagining, Mm -hmm. from Steph on Netflix. Well,
2: here is what I've been watching on Netflix this week. Okay. This lot isn't officially
0: called what Steph's been watching on Netflix, but having watched to do this for the last. 40 uh, podcasts.
2: Yeah, this is 41. So yeah, Yeah, I think that's
0: roughly what we're going to get. Yeah.
2: And that is what you're going to get. Okay. So I watched this over Christmas and I did recommend it on the old Twitter. It's um, a Japanese thrill drama called Erased. Have you heard of this? No. I've heard of it. Yeah. It's absolutely fantastic. Right. Now it sounds like a little bit strange but it's not at all so basically it's based on this uh manga um cartoon guy his name's Kai Sambei, right and he basically r- did a mystery manga series and it was called right I'm going to try and pronounce this Boku Dake Ga Ine Machi which means the town without me okay wow all Right. so it's based on his I know based on his stories and it's about a guy who's also a manga, a manga cartoonist guy, right? He finds his mum dead. Mm. Oh, it, sorry. Major point <laughs> is you have to read it because Japanese, okay? So it is a TV show you have to read. Also known as Subcital. We're fine with <laughs> that.
0: You're the one who yeah. has the issue with Subcital. I'm but
2: yeah, you watch this. I endured it. Some, some. I didn't, sorry, endure it. I relished watching this. It's amazing. Right, <laughs> so Satori, Satoru finds his mum dead, okay? Now... Stick with me. He also finds out he has time-travelling abilities. So he is able... Wait, don't... Steph, this doesn't sound like you I, at I, all. I know, I know, but it's it's broken all barriers. It's okay? on
0: Netflix. You'll watch anything on Netflix.
2: And he... he so he gets finds his man that... He goes back in time... Ta- time to find out if he can stop his mum being murdered but also when he was younger three of his childhood friends were murdered okay and he also wants to go back and try and stop them being murdered and ultimately solve the crime of who is this person who's murdering all these people and did the
1: same person murder the friends and the mum? i absolutely
2: (laughs) cannot tell you that okay that would be ludicrous fine fine just showing an interest okay so he and he so he's time travels and at various different times he comes back and then he time travels again Please, please give it a go. It's fantastic. So he's Uh, Doctor Who? It's it's kind of a bit of it's a bit supernatural murder mystery thriller.
0: How many episodes is it?
2: I think it's ten episodes, Mm. I think. Okay. I'm,
0: I'm down with it. Yeah, yeah. With my no, new, I've um, seen it when I, when I, when I yeah, sweep past all the Netflix stuff. It's, I've, it's, I've seen it's, it there. Oh
1: boy, yeah. with my new it. Netflix subscription, oh, yeah. I might. This might be something it's, I watch. Are you
0: still? Are you still it's subscribing? Stupastic. You haven't. <laughs> yeah, haven't yeah. subscribed. yeah. You haven't dropped it. <laughs> I
2: Haven't dropped it yet. The other thing I watched also on Netflix is One of Us. Have you seen that? It's a documentary by Heidi Ewing and Rachel Grady, who also made uh, Jesus Camp. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they they were Oscar nominated in like 2006 or something like that. Anyway, it's about the Hasidic Jewish community in Brooklyn. Oh, no, I want to see that I want to see
0: that. Mm. Like a Jew doc.
2: Hour long. Mm. I say that as a Jew, by the way. Fantastic Jew doc. Yeah, (laughs) you as our resident (laughs) Jew. (laughs) It's about three Jewish people attempting to kind of actually leave their ultra kind of... Orthodox community. Yeah, yeah. And it is fascinating. It's all about the kind of inner workings. Wait, when you say that, I mean, they're not going to be stopped, are they? It's not like Scientology or is well, it? Well, okay. I mean. Right, now. <laughs> so, obviously, the Hasidic Jewish community is an incredibly kind of closed near very closed community in lots of ways. And they have their own laws and they have their own kind of court system. And so one of the people we're trying to leave is... Um, a woman, she's in a marriage she doesn't want to be in anymore, but she's got those children, and it's all about the difficulties she has. One is a young guy who's just started questioning it, and um, the other is a guy who did already leave and has moved away. So it's absolutely fascinating, and it doesn't, You, th- I kind of, you might think, oh, well, this is all going to be, like, make Judaism, this kind of era of Judaism seem like it's like Scientology, but actually, you find that, like the young guy kind of has a bit, he, he's like, Oh, I couldn't go back to it now. And then he's like, But actually, there are all these wonderful things about this community. So it's, 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 so it's really well rounded. It it's like is well rounded. It is well rounded. There's lots of kind of shocking things in it. But it's. What's this called? I'm going to write it down. It's called One of Us. One of Us. Yeah. Right.
0: I can confirm that Kay is writing it down. Yeah, well, she is writing it down. Mm.
2: One of Us. Both on Netflix.
0: Well, no one's surprised. No one's surprised. But I am. No, no, no. <laughs> She's written out <laughs> with an appended note, yeah, <laughs> not, to um, not to be read out loud. Yeah, that, that's that's very interesting. Yeah. yeah, I mean, but further proof that l- you will literally watch anything on Netflix, though. Oh, well, no, that thing sounds fascinating. If we got um, that no, it does sound fascinating. Yeah. Well, and what I mean is neither of those things are the normal kind of thing that you think. Well,
1: the first Steph, one surprises no me crime, particularly because no it's got it's um got subtitles. Yeah. and it sounds a bit not dystopian, but it's like yeah, you know science science what can fiction. I say? Guys, I'm growing. What can I say? Yeah. Now we yeah. both know that's not true. Yeah,
0: if there's dystopian <laughs> science fiction starring that guy from Hollyoaks.
1: Oh uh, yeah, um, God, with
0: subtitles.
1: Wow. Yeah. That's like Whistle, Ricky
0: Whistle. Ricky that, Whittle. Is a, that
2: is, if I'm very bad, I'm going to end up in a hell that yeah. that is just a constant <laughs> rerun of. But you yeah. would watch
0: it if it was on Netflix. That's what I'm saying. <sighs> I yeah.
2: think yeah. You, you would. Know, just would, different though?
0: standards for Netflix and everything else.
2: Be honest, would I you? sort of do have a different yeah. standard for Netflix.
0: Yeah. 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 It's
2: the Netflix sheen. It just yeah, draws me It's
0: interesting. Me in. It's so interesting.
1: Mm.
0: Yeah, anyway. Kay, have you been watching Netflix or have you got other TV services? I've got I've got Sand. other
1: devices. I've got other oh. methods of entertainment. Um, I want to tell you about a book. Whoa. So, The Mermaid and Mrs. Hancock, written by Imogen, right, Hermes, I'm going to say, Hermes, uh, Gower. And she's written this book, which everyone's been like talking about on, you know. I haven't. Okay, fine. You are everyone. Okay. You, other people who like books that I've yeah, oh, yes. been talking about. Well, people okay. in the know. I'm been, being silly. Yeah, normally. I know. Mm. Um, People in the know have been saying that this is one of the books to look out for in 2018. There was, I think there was a bit of a bidding war over the um, manuscript and stuff, which obviously generates a lot of excitement. Set in 18th century London, two main protagonists are Mr. Hancock. He's a widowed um, merchant who... You love something with a you merchant. You love a merchant. Yeah. This is a
0: miniaturist all over again. Yeah. Merchants so are your. Oh yeah. Know
1: it is. I haven't read The Merchant of Venice. so... Well,
0: maybe that's the next on my reading yeah? yeah. Okay, merchant.
1: Anyway, he comes across in the, in his possession of a of a mermaid. Ooh. Right. Bear with. Now the other Ooh, character. We are, are we in are his possession. Bear with? An actual yeah. mermaid. Yeah. It's a de- it's a dead mermaid to be fair, and it's not like oh. Ar- oh. yeah, but it's oh, not like a dead mermaid. Yeah, it's not like Ariel like the Little Mermaid. This is like. Sirens, It's the original, it's like it's actual like a, mermaid. Yeah, it's like a small little mermaid. goblin-y type of like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's not attractive. But anyway, it comes in the possession of it. And the other character who's really a significant story is a woman of the night. We call her like a courtesan um, named Angelica Neal. <coughs> These two stories are in tandem. And basically, it's how this mermaid brings them together. The dead There's mermaid. The dead mermaid, Right. Okay. how it has this allure over the whole right. of society and how it brings these two characters together, how oh. their paths cross and the effect the mermaid has on their lives. And it's all just like, yeah, I don't so know. It's a fantastical
0: what? period merchant drama.
1: Well, kind doesn't he just bury the mermaid when he finds her dead? No, because it's an object of like, it's um, a curiosity that then mm. people come and Curio. see. And Curio. it's like, right. keeps the dead mermaid. How, what does he keep it in? Like a case? Yeah, and then like a, a little um, glass case for oh. people to come and see. And it's, it's you know, it's quite it's quite... Uh, fascinating sight yeah. like people come all over to see it and um, yeah it brings these two characters together and it's the effect the mermaid has on sounds it sounds a and bit and like
0: the, in thematically the weight of water this, um, another yeah, this not...
1: the shape of water
0: the shape of water you're right yes. the weight of water is another the, of the shape of water let's yeah. get it right which is, uh, which is in which um, Sally Hawkins falls for a sea creature yeah um and there's lots of, yeah, it's kind of similarly fantastic. The mystical
1: characters. effect, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah misti- very they, mystical effect. But this, yeah. in
2: this one, he's pickled a mermaid and it brings he hasn't two pickled. people together. I'm not saying no it's pickling. the same.
0: I'm saying it's just oh, right, okay. I'm just saying thematically Also, similar. no
1: pickling, don't worry about that. But how is she staying? I can't, I don't oh, get oh, Maybe
0: that that's, that's a, point. Point. a key part of the... Oh, okay.
2: no,
1: uh, no, it's actually oh, not, but right, I just can't get it. She doesn't want to entertain me saying the mermaid's
0: pickles. I
1: haven't really read the book. No, I have Anyway, so it's... i
0: how is this mermaid...
1: It's really well written, and yeah, it's... It Please
0: it, remind us of the title and the author again. It's
1: called The Mermaid and Mrs. Hancock. It's written by Imogen hermes Gower. It's coming out on the 25th of January. Oh, it's so not even out yet. Yeah. No, oh. and one thing I'd say about it, it's in hardback, it's 496 pages, so it is a little <laughs> heavy. I thought you were going to say it's 496 pounds. <laughs> it's like, it is. That <laughs> <laughs> is a little steep. The actual cost of a mermaid.
0: Hardback's oh, very expensive.
1: <laughs> no, but it's really oh, heavy. So you know, So you have to commit to it. And okay.
2: Yeah. We do not endorse the selling of mermaids no. or the buying of mermaids, no. we just want to say. Or no. keep it them in,
0: in or, pickling or pickling them, pickling them,
1: <laughs> pickling them. <laughs> amazing. Um, so that's the first thing I want to tell you about. Also, Dairy Girls. Now, have you been keeping up with it? Yes. Yes. Do you know what I thought last <sighs> night? I have. I need to watch
2: it because we love it so. We loved it so much. It's so is, so. Is, so it, is it? Oh my god, looking, Steph! It, yeah. Yes, even that. I'm gonna do a binge. I think.
1: Do it. I've watched. I think five episodes. Um, episode three's this week. Yeah look out for episode four because I think personally it's the best one and okay. basically the children of Chernobyl come to Derry where they're welcomed as oh Sister Mar- um, as Sister Michael puts it to give their wee lungs a clear out oh. <laughs> and um, it's, it's so so funny right and there's this scene where Erin and Claire and co um, start dancing at a house party to Wigfield Saturday night and it's oh. honestly hilarious right. so check that out that's really good
0: I um, I agree I are mean, full of mm. on Derry Girls. Yeah, we and were first. I think we invented it because um, everyone else jumped on the bandwagon. No. No. You think we invented Derry come on.
1: Me and Steph said yeah, it was we the, said the the comedy it was, yeah. of 2018. We loved it. I'm saying we as a podcast. Girls. All right, we okay. Oh, and God. now, oh, the good news is, Steph, it's been commissioned for a second yeah. series. It? Oh,
2: fantastic. Oh, well mm. done, all you girls. That's very loud yeah. shout. Out well, I'm was. i pleased for them and unless there's brand new information. Now you've
1: perforated their eardrums. They can no longer film. Oh, I'm so happy for them. Yeah, so series two, that's exciting news. Oh, Just to say, Derry Girls is on Thursdays at Channel 4 at 10pm. I like to be yeah. service-driven. They're on at 10pm because they say the F-word loads, as we discovered, right They yeah. say yeah. the MF word, remember? Ooh, Famously yeah, in the first so. episode. Also, the last thing I want to tell you about is a podcast. Last week, a Gogglebox dream came true, and I interviewed the Siddiqis Now, as you both know, they're my favourite family you, on Gogglebox. You do love the Siddiquis. I she love them.
2: I
0: does love the
1: Siddiquis. And we did the heat interview with them, and they were so so fun that was in last week's issue but in the course of conversation they were telling me that they have a podcast themselves Ah. called the siddiquis ramblings and i listen i've watched i've listened to about three episodes now and i'm just going to binge it because they started doing this in january 2017 so that's the good news that you've got just so much to get through and i'll just say that if any of you listening and any of you guys love Google box and love the siddiquis then you've got to check it out because they're so witty and warm and as it's suggests it's just them rambling on about different subjects it's um it's really funny they sometimes they talk about the news sometimes it's just like the first episode in fact and the reason why this podcast came about is because sid (laughs) had the flu and got a bit delirious and had this really crazy dream where he was in b and q doing his grocery shopping. Mm. He was only wearing um, pants, Mm. so like briefs and some sandals. Mm. Did his B&Q shopping. The person at the door, security said, look, you can't come in here like that. You've got to put on a a tabard, wear a fluorescent tabard. So he did, Mm. wore the tabard, came out, Dropped his tro- trolley off by a dumpster, like to go and return the tabard. Is there anything more weird than people explaining dreams? No. There isn't. I anybody. honestly, I love this dream so much. Right, go on. He very Such like- annoying. Like... <laughs> no. Carry on. Sorry. Se- He's Carry dropped on, the tabard. On. Go on. He's dropped the I'm tabard off at the security yeah. guard, got back to his um, sh- shopping. The shopping's all been put in the dumpster, and it's got squashed banana all over it. What the hell? How did that end up in a podcast? <laughs> That was generated, that's where the the, the beautiful idea of the podcast came, because they were like, this is so random and crazy and funny, we should just record this, Mm -hmm. and they did. And then like, onwards bound, it's now just funny anecdotes, them talking about like, everything
0: in case you're worried we're going to do a spin-off of this podcast where we discuss our wacky yeah. dreams we're not we're not no but no, can
1: i mention to be fair, podcast? this podcast this podcast is us just rambling about entertainment so it's very mm, similar
0: i draw the line of dreams um
1: <laughs> can i, can, <laughs> Boy, I yes. can
2: i mention a podcast because i so oh. right so obviously i've jumped on the old oprah bandwagon because i love oprah anyway but i since obviously that amazing golden globes yeah. um speech that she did And I was like, I need a bit more Oprah in my life. (laughs) And she's got a podcast, which is called Oprah, Super Soul Conversations. And it's all about, she gets on like, all doctors and experts. And she starts it going, I believe the greatest gift that you can give yourself is time. And then it talks, it's just all about how to enrich your life. And so if you feel like you want to do a bit like self
0: Oh, it's not self-help, is it? Oh, God,
2: what is your problem?
0: Tell me she hasn't got Dr. Phil on it. Boyd.
1: Look, she first you're no, she's she's attacking got Sid's dream, and well. Now like, you're attacking Oprah. The people who like that woman who did the um, book,
2: um, the Happiness Project and stuff. Like it's all like eleven ways to make your life better, and it's just it's not cheesy. It's
1: not all mm-hmm. really cheesy and rubbish. Okay. Oh, don't don't talk to me. He's being a he's being cynical. You you love don't that, talk to me. I mean lo- that's going to be hard
0: <laughs> if we're going to do a podcast together. Boyd, yes. did
1: you or did you not found, find that speech
2: rousing? And I believe uplifting. if you're listening
0: to me in the last week's podcast, I very much said that.
2: So you you might like to listen to my one. A
0: very good article online somewhere that I saw earlier in the week about the whole Oprah for president situation, which yep. pointed out that she is a fan of complete and utterly ludicrous um, uh, charlatans in the world of like self improvement and other things. I'm well, heavily promoted Dr. Phil, who mm. you know, I'm not saying he's a charlatan for legal reasons, but um, yeah, there are definitely issues with her with those kinds of people. She I think she, she just promotes. likes
2: to endorse people who she thinks can help the wide, mm. her wider Oprah community. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. I say she hasn't got a great track record on, on.
2: I will not have any Oprah bashing. Listen. Okay. So basically,
1: we're saying listen to this podcast. What was it, Steph? What did it call it? It's, it's called Super Soul
2: Conversations. Thank you very
1: much. <laughs> and definitely well listen to chains. the Siddiqui's ramblings because it's warm and witty and very funny. And listen it, and
0: decide for yourselves, of yeah. course. That's, you yeah. know, just offering a note of. Just of
1: saying, if you need a little uplift, if you
2: feel yeah. like, oh, how can I'm, how? I. how? wish yeah. there are 11 ways to make myself feel a bit happier. Yeah, and do you then know, Oprah what? can tell
1: you. The Siddiqui's one would definitely uplift you. It's so funny. I was like yeah. grinning like a Cheshire cat on the tube what have you got for people that's going to uplift them and make their lives better boyd yeah i've got
0: um, the most um, uh, darkest episode of inside number 9 yet
2: oh, oh i liked inside so number next 9 so next week no, next week's inside
0: number 9 yeah which is called um, to have them to hold mm. is i so i tweeted about it. i said oh you know it's one of the it's an incredible episode keeping me up this is best series yet um so th- that's episode 4 which is on next tuesday and it's about um, this married couple who've been married for years, and uh, Stephen Pemberton, Nicola Walker, Nicola Walker from yep, Good yep. Programs, and um, and you're not quite sure. Not, like for the first half of the episode, it really seems to just be about this kind of, kind of moribund. Uh, relationship between the two of them, and then it's you think, oh, maybe he's been having an affair. She get they get mysterious phone calls. Anything? Maybe she's been having an affair. You're not quite sure what's going on or why. it's Spending so much time. And he's a he's a wedding photographer himself. Mm. Um, and, then, and then, I don't. We don't want to really give it any away. It takes a turn. Oh, it just takes a turn. Right. And uh, all I'll say is the producer Adam Tandy of I'm somebody tweeting about, it and he tweeted me back, and he said, yes, for this one, the gloves are off. <gasps> I thought that was such When's a brilliant way be of putting on? it. When's that it's on, be- so next Tuesday. Next Tuesday. right? Next, okay, Tuesday. next Tuesday. So not tonight's one, if you're listening to this on uh, the 16th of January. So next week. Next week's one, 23rd okay. of January. Um, it's incredible. And then I watched the following one after that, which is so yeah. two weeks away. That one blew my mind. So the fifth episode, which is called And The Winner Is, is about a jury meeting for a BAFTA-style TV award.
1: Oh, God. How, and how that, accurate is it? And
0: that, how, now... Which would be amazing because I've obviously, I mean, Kay and I have both been on awards. Mm. Kay's watched me chair some of uh, those style meetings where you have to yeah. decide who's going to win an award. She's seen me do that in action. But more than that, I've been on a BAFTA jury with Rhys Shearsmith.
2: Oh. Who oh, co-wrote basically this my episode. inspiration for this episode. And
0: in the episode, there's a TV critic character who is, is more you? than a little annoying.
1: Has he got glasses? Now,
0: she's a woman oh, okay, played fine. by the great Fenella Walgar. But, I mean... I'm not saying it's based on me because that would be ludicrously egomaniacal. But there's definitely, it's definitely like this, this oh. character, right? <laughs> oh, she, she's no. a She's a kind of really self-important TV critic who says oh, stuff- is it is repeated, you? Repeatedly <laughs> oh. says in it. This is what she repeats, isn't it? No, no spoilers. She's, but she does say in it, oh yeah, I've interviewed them. It's just the kind oh of thing I God, would say. Oh my God, this is you. Yeah.
1: Tick, so tick, he, tick.
0: Yeah, I mean, it could be. A female version of me. But I'm not saying it is. That would be ego-manager. I think it is. It is We're saying it is, it is. But what is so you. funny about watching it is it, all the things that, that happen in these meetings are It's there. All true. It's so... Oh. I found that whole experience of watching oh, it god, borderline really? terrifying but incredible
1: sounds like W1A at
0: the same time because there's a there's the critic this critic woman there's an old actor who's really pompous and thinks that everyone mumbles their lines these <laughs> days which again I've had in these meetings there's an American like glamorous actress played by Zoe Wanamaker who hasn't watched any of the oh. things oh. which is so true oh my god they're so true and then the chair of the <laughs> meeting gets really annoyed with that she hasn't she hasn't watched any of them it's so funny, and um, there's that member of the public. That's the masterstroke. So the whole idea is that they've brought in a member of the public to serve in each jury to get what the public thinks, and everyone's like completely treats <sighs> them like shit. Oh. It's so funny. Which episode is this? It's the fifth episode. It's called. Episode five. I'm going to tune in, in for
1: that. So that's
0: on. So the next two. Of that the next episode, which is next week. There's one tonight. There's one the f- if you're see on Tuesday yeah. when the Pod comes out. Who doesn't? I mean, who doesn't well, who immediately doesn't?
2: listen? Who doesn't immediately?
0: But the fi- episode five is the one on the following weekend. It's extraordinary. Oh. So there you go. Two great episodes of some number nine. And it is the greatest series so far. And the other thing I was going to mention is on top of the two films we're doing this week, both out on Friday, there's another film opening that day, which I saw last night. Oh. The Commuter oh. yeah, starring we'll Liam Neeson, which I loved. It's, a hilarious, it's the latest Liam Neeson action oh, thriller.
2: I Can I just say, is is, is it... Is it right is it a serious thing because I watched the trailer for this and I was like well, "Just can he only do this can he only do like three lines now which involve which are the lines from Taken yeah is it, is it a piss take or is, is it actually a serious
0: thing it's not a comedy it's not a piss take but it is the latest in a long line of brilliantly oh, so is ludicrous what I feared. but okay. hugely entertaining Leon I want to see, to see it let's go see it stuff this is the one from the guy who directed him in Unknown, and have you seen Nonstop? The airplane one.
2: No, but I really did love Unknown. I have to. Say.
0: Yeah, Unknown was brilliant. Air- nonstop was even better. Nonstop is is a whodunit set on an airplane where he's tasked with this thing, and this is this is Nonstop on a train. <laughs> he's on a train and he's tasked with a thing, a ludicrous thing, oh, and God. the task in this film is so preposterous and it makes so little sense as you're watching it. You're like this doesn't make any sense. Why would they get him to do this thing? And it's completely ridiculous, but you go along with it. But You're it's really entertaining. It. It's so it's going to be a blockbuster. It's fantastic, yeah. Uh, so that is um, The Commuter, it's called. Okay. Uh, next Opens next Friday, the same day as the films we're going to review in a minute. Oh. There you go.
2: You'll have to decide which one you're going to watch. You'll have
0: to decide. It's a is great week for films. Without well, maybe is it, maybe it is or maybe, maybe it's isn't. We maybe we'll all hate Coco. Who knows? Who knows? We'll come to that later. Go on, Kay. We oh, got something no, else No, I was to say is
1: this the juncture where we um just let everyone know about how to get in touch because Oh yeah.
0: It's your juncture. Have we it's Kay's juncture. Reviews?
1: No, oh, yes, well, we have. We've got 61 reviews, oh, but it's done that thing where you can't read the review yet. So I'm going to hold fire. I'll tell you about Ooh. the next pod. You know, on iTunes, where it the that. number no, will go up, but you that. can't. Um, you can't it. read the review, so why I'm, does why does that why happen? Does do that? I don't know because it got explicit. Maybe it's in so it? awful it won't let us read it. No, Boy, what, I mean I think there <laughs> I is going to be a
2: review. Theory. I don't know about <laughs> it. I no, I think there might
1: be a delay. <laughs> I bet you anything there will be a review next podcast. I'll read it out. But we have got sixty-one. There's still time to vote, people. And when I say vote, I mean rate. Yeah. So you can go on iTunes, rate and review. Look us up, sign up, review us, review subscribe, us. do subscribe. everything, get in touch, Listen,
0: download, become at work. I'm just listing words on the ground.
1: At Boyd Hilton, at Steph Sealand, at Kay Ribeiro. And I just have to say, someone did tweet me last week, but because they tweeted my handle and then st- started the sentence straight away, it didn't come through to me. And Steph had to flag it up. It was at N-O-J-E 36. N-O-J-E 36. Sorry, American. Nuj. Yeah. They are from California. California, I-A. They're listening to us, which is good. And... <laughs> Special note to us to say that actually, if you top up the amount of reviews on the US oh, yeah, plus the UK yeah, iTunes, yeah. we've probably got sixty. So, so did you did you look on US iTunes? I How haven't can looked you do that? Oh, yeah,
0: you did. I have got a US iTunes account. Yeah, I've yet to check that. I will. I'll, mm. I'll check it out. Check that yeah, while
2: yeah. when are yeah. do that. While, yeah, while we're talking, that'd be great.
1: Okay. Um, I might do that while you're describing. While you're talking, I might tell. No, While I you're wait. looking that up, I might tell you also that last week I interviewed Tom Jones. You interviewed Tom the Jones. Legends. Such a show-off,
0: such a name-dropper. <laughs> I never try do try and divert attention, attention
1: from yourself, yes. <laughs> he was lovely. Was he? Yeah, I was a bit, I was a bit worried that, you know, because sometimes people don't live up to your expectations. Yeah. He's a bit of a ledge, and he was so, so nice, and he recorded very sweetly. Is this for The Voice? Yeah, for The yeah. Voice um, UK. When is The Voice coming back? It's on TV now. Is it on now? Yeah, oh. it's already started. Steph's tuning in. Oh, really? Um, and yeah, and he recorded very sweetly a message from my um, eight-year-old niece, who from the age of six has been his biggest fan. And if you say to her, Tilly, who's your favorite pop star? She says Tom Jones, a little worriedly. Tilly wyrantly. says her favorite pop star is Tom Jones. Yeah, Weird,
0: isn't it? She really absolutely weird. loves him.
1: And she'll sing um, uh, Just Help Yourself. Help yourself, you know Just that help
2: yourself On long life. car journey, that journeys, song. that's all she wants to listen Boy, to. Boy, are you laughing at my amazing singing? I could be on The Voice.
0: <laughs> well, you, you should be on The Voice. You're better than <laughs> most of the people on it. With
1: swivel for you. Mm. <laughs>
2: Thanks, babes. Um, I, I also, when I was younger, I loved Cliff Richard, so
1: I can kind of understand oh. that. Oh. What? Summer Holiday. The Simmer, wine, weird. That was like the first, <laughs> <laughs> that was the first cassette I ever had in my oh life. Oh my God, I love wine. that you haven't chosen songs from Summer Holiday, which is quite upbeat. You've gone for the real yeah. like, Mistletoe and Wine Christmas. Mistletoe and Yeah. Tune.
0: Wow. <laughs> Same. Revelations. Tumbling, <laughs> no. tumbling out. Um, uh, thank you very much. So, moving on now to the meet. Post, You're allowed post, to tum, given post the Tom Jones name drop. Public yeah.
1: announcements. Yeah.
0: Excellent. Shall we start with Call the Midwife? <laughs> I've decided to call, call it. Call the
1: Midwife. Call the Midwife. Yes.
0: Series seven. Can you believe?
2: I actually can No.
0: I know. It's extraordinary. Seven series of the show that was adapted from a series of books by Jennifer Worth diaries no less she mm. was an actual midwife yeah. in the 50s have you
2: read any of those no i have, have you? i know shocking what? but actually i have because my mum made me read them because she read them and she said you have to read these these wow. are amazing well
0: before wait a minute Be- did you read them before, before this before call the midwife oh came God. on before oh, call I'm the midwife i'm so glad we're doing series. you're the expert are they
2: good well, they are they i have to say they're really good and call the midwife i love and i think it's amazing they're more emotional they're more emotional because obviously it's all true, like you say. It's diaries, so yeah, it's all yeah. true stories. They're very, very heart wrenching, and it's like oh God. I mean, all, yeah. I it, I it s- doesn't always turn out well in these. in no. call the midwife, but it really didn't turn out well very much. Okay, yeah.
0: so set in um, Poplar, Poplar yeah. in the East End of London in the fifties. Start in the fifties, but now we've reached nineteen sixty-three in yeah. the series. Do the, the diaries go that far, or no, no, test I, don't, I don't think they actually, do. do they? I don't think no, so. No, no. Um, and.
1: Into- Oh go on! Okay. Sorry, I just found the paper. And
0: it's in <laughs> and in each episode begins as any. Maybe if you haven't seen, if you've never seen Call of the Middle-Off, maybe you consider it to be You thought. Oh, it's that kind of period drama, you know, about women giving birth and That's women me. helping I'm a them. Virgin. Did you think it was? you think it looked a bit and it was a bit boring? Oh, you never watched. it I'm going to be
1: on it. Okay. This is not my review of it. This is no, my preconception, yeah, I, I'm preconception. Was just like, yeah. oh, this is going to be um, a little bit dreary yeah, yeah, yeah. Sunday night. I think those obsession
0: that some people have, but at the same time, it's a huge. F- it was the <gasps> biggest show on Christmas Day. I, Christmas I was, was going to say I
2: watched it. That was the, the big last, thing for the last, last two Christmas. years. It's
0: been the biggest show on Christmas at Christmas. Yeah. Bigger even than Mrs. Brown's Boys and Doctor Who.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, every episode, if you haven't seen it, begins with Vanessa Redgrave narrating the beginning from the diaries, and it's mm-hmm. always taken from the diaries. And the whole thing's adapted by Heidi Thomas, the great scriptwriter who wrote your favourite... Little th- women. Little ladies. <laughs> really, little women. This is
2: so up your... This is yeah. really very you, so I'm surprised you haven't watched it before. So that's
0: my kind of explanation of what the hell Call of the Women's Wife is, in case you've never bothered to watch it. But um, uh, and do you want to describe where we're up yeah. to, story-wise, as we reach the seventh year Okay, of so this I'm just going to
1: read this from the press release, because um, the big... Re- oh, so the Honest. Big- yeah, why not?
0: I mean, you could have pretended that these you brilliantly facts. remembered every detail. And, and it's interesting
1: because actually, this is factual because this year, like, it is.
2: Even though these stories aren't factual and they aren't based on the stories, the ones now, I don't think. But it was a big freeze. You know, they are factually correct around the time. Yeah. So In 1962, right. I like a historically was, accurate. Yeah, but weather, there was weather. This, there was the, weather. but there was this huge big freeze, freeze in 1962. Yeah, freeze. So it
1: is historically accurate in right. that way. Everything else is kept very historically accurate. Anyway, sorry, okay, go on. <laughs> So, as Steph said, the big fri- freeze continues, and um, the departure of Barbara prompts sister Julianne, played by Jenny, how do you say that? Jenny Agatha. Agatha.
0: Yeah, railway children. Uh, yeah. To
1: recruit a new midwife called Lucille, played by Leonie Elliott. And there's no rest for poor Lucille. As soon as she gets there, she has, she's called out to the sickbed to assist uh, Trixie, Helen, played by Helen George, with a breech birth. Um, and then also there's, Trixie has to deal with another pregnancy with um, basically this character called Nadine who's a single mother, she's an exotic dancer. She's not necessarily into being a mother she's gonna have the child adopted. Um, and the, the birth is difficult to say the least. So Trixie's obviously concerned about her. And, but she's also dealing with stuff in her personal life which I quite like, she gets to see the personal life. The personal and she's um, deciding to possibly take her relationship with Christopher to the next level.
0: I can't believe you've left out the most important subplot when um, the Jewish couple, mm. the lovely, oh, legendary know, elderly that... Jewish woman. I yeah, found it too sad. Really I don't want to talk about it. Sorry, but you know, Ruth, played by Julie Legrand, and her husband Arnold, played by the legendary Alan Cordoner, who's a legendary actor, mm. character actor, who's done many great things. And they're, um, and they're helped by Nurse Crane, my favourite character. Oh, she's, Linda, she's the best in Linda Bassett. And at the same time, there's this policeman who wants to kind of move them on. They, will, they
2: need to They need to, de- to demolish the building. Yes. Mm. So they need to be evicted. They're the last people in there. Yeah. It's, uh, they've uh, spent all their life savings to um, buy, buy where they live, but they're, de- they're going to demolish in a couple of days. But yeah. obviously this woman is dying. Exactly. So they don't want to... So sad. And yeah.
0: there's a whole. it's very sad. And there's a whole East End Jewish thing yeah. going on there at the same time. Which is my roots. Yeah. Okay. Roots. Yeah. yeah, that's where this, I come from. Born, born and bred been, East End Jewish yeah. community A Tribute um, to Jewish people It's yeah. from your diaries Yeah actually, I was. wrote this episode <laughs> I secretly read this episode <laughs> um, And it's An interesting Now my I'm going to say right now I'm going to put my cards yeah, on the on. table With midwife wise Yeah I don't what I tend to do with Call of the Midwife since probably for the last 7 years 7 right. series. I have always watched the first episode. Mm. And I think well, this is really good Call of the Midwife because you think it's going to be a cozy mm. period drama on Sunday night on BBC1, which it is on Sunday night on BBC1. And it is cozy. It is. Well, I think
1: it is. Well, I think
0: it's not. This is my I, whole key point.
2: Someone dies it's, every week. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's not it's uncozy. It's, it's co- actually it's actually a, a socially searing, I'm using the word, mm. drama about social issues yeah, at is. the time. Yeah. It looks at racism, yeah. anti-Semitism, yeah. Um, sexism, obviously, pretty much every week. Um, and, and it doesn't flinch from showing tragedy no. and death and the difficulty women had generally just giving birth in, at that mm. time. Um, and there's the whole thing about the woman in this episode. There's, so there's the Jewish couple, the, el- the elderly Jewish woman. Who's dying? There's the woman. There's, as you mentioned, the girl, the girl in Soho, who's basically yeah. a stripper. Yeah, you know, Pregnant and that kind of talks all about that and that life. Mm.
1: It's. Really, it's gritty. It's non- and also, it's non judgmental.
2: I like oh, that about that storyline. Every single yeah. episode yeah. of Call the Midwife is like a lesson in tolerance
1: and acceptance. Right. Yeah. Every yeah. single I one. I have to start watching Yeah.
0: This. But in a very gritty way. So yeah. it's really, it's kind of. And, and there's. All oh, right, I know. No. I know what you're going to say. Wait, there but are. Do you know
1: what I mean about feeling. It's got a well, cozy are, There are cozy nice feel.
0: moments. There are lovely totally moments. Right. In a
1: good there's right. way. I'm there's so a
2: reason people gather at Christmas to watch it's because everybody really enjoys it. There is a cozy feel because there is, crucially, camaraderie between these of course, women of that, and it's whole, that's but what but the brilliant it. thing
0: Heidi the genius of Heidi Thomas the writer is she, she's disguised yes. this searing yes, social totally document yep. as a cosy Sunday yep. night thing and it's brilliant she completely it's like a socialist it track I, I, it's a sugar thing. coated pill it's a sugar exactly and there are these lovely moments and the, but actually the thing that really I think that does brilliantly is show you what life was like and, and, the, and the whole kind of socialist undercurrent and the whole yeah. thing Mm.
1: No, no, I, no! I just agree. No, I actually see your point. I agree, but I I will start watching it because it has. I think. I think sometimes saying something's a Sunday night cozy drama is mm. perceived as a derogative, yeah, a derogatory yep. thing. But actually, I don't think like with this, I would I would happily sit and watch this. And now I want to. Is it worth going back, or should I just start from the series? Because I felt oh, like there's part a, of some my good enjoyments. romances. There's some good romances if you don't start from the si- part of, of my series. enjoyment was marred from not knowing the backstories of the characters. I think and like. Trixie's got a really
2: interesting story, who's played by Helen George. I think if you don't if you don't watch Call the Midwife, if you don't understand the magic of uh, Helen George, and she's brilliant yeah. in this. Um, is she related
0: to Leamby George?
2: No, she isn't. I would love to be related <laughs> to her. That would be amazing. But there, like you say, there is there is also uh, there's lessons in kind of how you view people and how people behave. Because she's she's always treated in a certain way and actually completely goes against what she's really, really like. But I know I said this before, but what I really love about it is the camaraderie of these midwives and how they all look out for each other and they really love each other. And how the lesson really is that love will always see see you through at the end of it, which is where I think you're getting that whole cosy feel. Mm. But as you say, really cleverly disguised, mm. lots of very deep social issues but and also historically accurate as i said before particularly the weather but that is important that is important. (laughs) no i'm not
0: not denying the importance of accurate weather
2: i tell you what i tell you why that's important because when i watched it at christmas Mm. my mum was going do you know what god that was that freeze was terrible (laughs) it really was awful yeah and we like (laughs) do you know we should watch the christmas special because it was the christmas special is really good Oh, um,
0: that's. So if you if you are regular and you've watched all of it, have you? Have you watched all seven series and? Like
2: I haven't. I haven't watched every single episodes. episode. I haven't watched okay. every single episode, but I've watched mostly all of it. Oh wow! Yeah. Who knew?
0: This one's not even on Netflix, is it? Maybe <laughs> no, it is. No,
1: but I love it because I watch it with my mum. Oh
0: nice.
1: This one period drama in 2017 at the NTAs.
0: Yeah, it's massively. Well, ma- yeah. people love Call the Midwife. It's I didn't know I did. Pretty of you much didn't watch the it. biggest, the most watched dramas of the last few years, um, off the top of my head, are Sherlock. Downton Abbey and call them midwife. They were the three, these are you, the three gargantuan giants of ratings. I
2: think a lot and of now the reason, only left
0: really, I think a lot
2: know. of the reason it's done so well is I think a lot of people read the books before as well. I really do. do. The books are beloved. Yeah, beloved. You should read, you
1: should read the books. Beloved. You should read them. They're really good. Beloved. Do you think you got some of the Downton audience when it stopped? Or not? No, because no. I
2: think it's completely. I don't think you can compare it. No
0: Well, It was always it was always on 8 o'clock And then it's still on 8 o'clock It's on BBC One I should say It's starting Sunday the 21st Next Sunday at 8 o'clock And then it used to be That it was on 8 o'clock And then down to be on 9 o'clock Well do o'clock you remember That really uh, well. Miranda hot. Yeah hot. Miranda, Miranda was, was in it. it So that was a huge Hands yeah. yeah. apparently. Yeah it's been oh, Great it's cast a down the years yeah. Agatha's one of the yeah. few That's still Agata, and, yeah. Helen George, I guess and Helen George Helen George Helen George has been in it From the beginning Helen
1: George has been in it From the beginning Trixie yeah, Also on
0: Strictly Of course I'm going to give it Four stars
1: I'm going to give it four stars too. I too am giving
0: it four stars. Wow. Wow, there
1: you
0: go. We are united in our recommendation. Really? Of Call the Midwife, BBC One, Sunday, 21st of January, 8 pm. Moving on to the first of our films that are awards worthy, shall we say, or that it's no coincidence, to say the least, that this film is coming out in the awards season. It came oh, really? out, I think, Christmas Day, maybe?
2: Merrill wouldn't allow United it States. to come out at any Street time. Streep wouldn't allow it. No. Spielberg wouldn't allow Spielberg it.
0: Spielberg wouldn't allow it. Um, this is The Post, which opens on Friday, as it stars Streep, Hanks, and it's directed by Steven Spielberg, and it's about the... Uh, it's kind of the story of Washington Post publisher Kay Graham, real-life figure, played great by name. Streep. Great name, Kay. Um, Kay Ribeiro Graham. <laughs> and... <laughs> She, her Uncompromising Editor, played by Ben Bradley, played by Tom Hanks, he wants to publish secrets about the US government, which involve Vietnam, and they're in fact, they're unearthed by the New York Times, so the New York Times ended up not being able to publish them very soon, so it comes to the Washington Post, the Washington Post has to decide, are we going to reveal, in a kind of unprecedented way, pre-Watergate this is, Nixon's, Nixon's president, what they've been doing in the Vietnam War, basically lying about the Vietnam War and how well it's going, or do they kind of do what normally papers would do which is kind of gloss over and not really deal with the issue so it's a big kind of should they, shouldn't they? It's
2: a huge turning point, isn't it? Huge there?
0: turning point, yeah, in, in political slash media slash newspaper history. And and the kind of other thing, the reason why there's a big issue about it is because the company, the Washington Post company, is floating on the stock market and they want to kind of, they're trying to keep everything safe mm. and careful because they don't want to lose. They want to keep money. everyone sweet. They want to keep their investors all the sweet. Corporate people yeah, sweet. Yeah, and Meryl Streep's character is kind of, in, she's inherited the company, isn't she, from her husband? She's so
2: inherited, yeah, no, it was her father's her company. Father's Sorry, it was her you're father's right. company and her father bestowed it to her husband. Correct. Um, But it was—it's always been in her family.
0: Yeah. So that's the kind of jeopardy of it, jeopardy of the situation. Yeah. It's how to describe. I guess it's like it's about the. It's about newspapers. It's about journalism. It's kind of in that mold. It's about sources. All the president's men. Sources. It's about
2: freedom of the press. Freedom of
0: the press. Exactly. It's
2: about. It's a very much about the old workings of, of newspapers and how yep. you know it was very much in and probably still is to be honest, a boys' club.
1: Yeah um, a, w- a woman in a man's world. Yeah.
0: yeah. Oh yeah, exactly. There's a big feminist kind mm, of yeah. undercurrent. It's well. about oh, legacy. Yeah.
1: It's yeah. Uh, because she gets
0: tri- Meryl Sheep's character gets treated openly with open disdain mm. yeah. by the blo- the me- all the men the, the board. The board is like sixteen men yeah. and her, and she has to try and deal with their, their kind of o- open. But
2: to distill it down, it's basically: are you going to publish this or yeah. are you not? That's the, yeah. right. you've, you've,
0: yeah, that's the key, yeah. Right, yeah. That's again. It kind of all builds up, doesn't it? So the finale is taking that decision, yeah. And obviously, historically, there'd be no point in it. So Spoiler alert: if they didn't publish it, that would be a big yeah. disappointment at the end of this. Field. I
2: don't think it's a spoiler it's for a spoiler. us to say that that did happen. So, but
0: my overall, uh, this is a hu- you know everything about it screams prestige. Banks yeah. Street yeah. Spielberg everything about it does it live up to that to that, to that billing does it live up to all of those these great talents was it as good as you kind of thought and expected it to be Steph
2: I thought it was better than I expected Really because um it's got the Spielberg emotional undertones and even just the music that he chooses John I Williams mean, of course so long yeah. longtime collaborator Legend. um I I can watch anything with Meryl Streep in and I, or every time I watch anything with Meryl Streep in I always think, how can she be even better? How could she do even better? And actually this time for me she has done even better because this character that she plays is obviously a, a real life person. The level of emotion that she brings to this woman who doesn't... She, this woman is actually quite a controlled woman. She doesn't have any uh, huge emotional outbursts. She's actually quite yeah. a, a quiet, um, unassuming woman who obviously has difficulty in this situation. But the way that she plays ha- this character on on that on that kind of quite calm level, but you still you you feel every emotion that this woman is seeping out of her. I think is just it's just mastery. It's just mastery. She's of her measured, art. isn't she? She just is amazing. And and of course, Tom Hanks. Again, it's just another thing where you think, oh, can these actors get any better? And they really do this to me is just, it's about these two and they're interplay with each other. And it's what a fantastic roles Spielberg's given them. I loved it, absolutely loved Mm -hmm. it. I also really, from a personal point of view, Love the old, the you know all the all the old printing presses and everything like that. It's oh just God, fascinating it to insane. see that kind of stuff. Oh yeah, because so in, interesting. Yeah, people
0: forget about it now because everything's done electronically by computer, and they had to literally have well, metal, canisters. Yeah, it was called well. hot metal. They to, every single letter yeah. had to be set out in a bit of metal on, the, and then yeah. To be printed. But also, first of all, they'd
1: put all the like the text in like this canister, which then get yeah. vacuumed whew, mm. down to the presses, which are underneath. And then when the presses started, the whole offices used to shake. It was oh, I loved it. Like, it was. Did you
0: would you equally. Emotional seepage for you, Kay? There was emotional seepage for Steph. Yeah,
1: <laughs> emotional seepage. Um, yeah, I, I thought it was X ex- Streep and Hanks, obviously, as Steph said, both fantastic. I was also really pleasantly um, surprised to see Bradley Whitford in it, obviously, yes, Josh from the West from Wing. From the West Wing.
0: <gasps> Your no, favourite program, no. ten years after it's finished,
1: <laughs> yeah. and also he one of my favourite characters. Well, of so I was over the moon, um, and also Sarah Paulson, who was in um, yeah. the people versus. Sarah, Sarah Paulson a great actress. Yeah. She's just, so, brilliant. In she that, she played, played Ben's the wife, wife. Yeah, yeah, Tom yeah. Hanks and
0: she's wife. in everything that um, Ryan Murphy makes. All yeah. of those True Life or every, every series of American Horror Story. Yeah,
1: but um, yeah, I just I really like. The did
0: you know this story? Did you know no. the true story of the Pentagon Papers no, and I the didn't. whole? I'm, so no, it was I, all new, and did it explain it? You know, did it feel?
1: Yeah, it did. I. It was really interesting. I think it, I didn't need to... You know the whole um, the paper then floating on the stock market? Yeah. I just think this is an extra strand that I didn't need to get yeah. bogged down by. Oh, know. I see what you mean. Like, it, I, just th- I it,
2: suppose that was the added jeopardy for her
1: in her yeah, decision-making.
2: So I know what you mean, though. It's kind of like if you don't really... Not saying you don't understand the stock market, but if you don't really understand what that means to a company, you're kind of like, oh, well, what? What does that do mean? You, I think
0: Steph's accusing you of not understanding the stock market. Yeah, How do you no, no, no. no do right. I, do,
1: I do understand. Did I start that with saying I'm not accusing you of understanding. <laughs> do you understand the stock market? I do. I do understand. I understand the, I je- the element of. I understand the element of jeopardy. Oh, you know, right, she yeah, needed yeah, to yeah, make yeah, that work. You yeah, know, you yeah. understand that part of it, but I just, I just, yeah, I didn't think that was n- necessary to the overall story. I'm I thought sh- she was fantastic as this, Street. like, you know, Streep as this fish out of water. Yeah female, uh, floundering female at first in a male-dominated workplace. And then, you know, you just see this transformation or rather like, you know this outer layer coming off and her being this ballsy pioneer and fighter of the free it's press. It's so subtle, that transformation. That's that's what I mean when I say she plays it all kind of all
2: on one level. It's not as if she has a huge outburst. She doesn't really have an no, outburst. No, no outburst. She's just very kind no, of... So uh, she's slowly mm.
1: unfurls. She's a pro.
2: Yeah, she is a pro. She's a pro. What did you think, Boyd?
0: I'm going to shock you.
2: Oh my God. <laughs> did you not like it?
0: I was disappointed. Really?
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm a huge. There is no bigger, as as Donald Trump would say. There's no greatest fan of Steven Spielberg that's ever lived. Do you know he says yeah. there's all everything yeah. that's ever lived. Yeah. Um, I'm the fittest president that's ever lived. <laughs> there's no greater fan of Steven Spielberg than I, than me. Um, I love him. I love his fi- almost all of his films. Uh, there's no greater fan of Streep. I mean, yeah. I love Streep, Hanks. All of these things. I. You know my problem with it is I feel that partly which. You, the, the issue you mentioned about the IPO, as it's known, the the, um, the stock market <laughs> thing—it's like I don't care. I, and they they did play that up way too much.
2: But that is fact. I know that's it's fact. what happened. Well, here is the problem.
0: Here is the problem with the whole film. Really, is that the story of the Pentagon Papers is so bound up in that, in in the fact that they had to—they are trying to um, put the paper on the stock market and keep these millionaire investors happy—that I don't feel it's intrinsically as dramatic a story as, for example. Spotlight, which won the best picture a few years ago, and which for me is a far superior film. Spotlight Mm. about how the Boston newspaper um, exposed abuse among Catholic priests. Mm. That is a relentlessly riveting film, right? Start to finish. That Boston Globe. And that is an object lesson how to. Because that story is so important every step of the way. You're never thinking, why why should I care about that? In this, for me, the first two thirds of this film are essentially setting up this problem. How do we get over the floating of the bloody paper on the subway I'm like I don't give a shit and I don't and I think there's no way around it I just think intrinsically the story is not doesn't feel important enough until you get to the end now the it's all set up so the ending is brilliant the last like half an hour, I thought it was great. But you have to endure okay. an, an hour and a half. Okay. Do you know
1: what? That's exactly. I thought the last 20 uh, minutes yeah. was brilliant. It's fantastic. Me, yeah, and you. I
0: feel like the whole film is almost like the script and writer and why Steven Spielberg, like, Why everyone decides to is it. because they knew the payoff is fantastic. But to get to the payoff, I don't yeah. feel they do managed to turn it forward. into as good a film as it needs to be.
2: If you can step back from that a minute, did you not enjoy. I say this it. wasn't true. Did you not enjoy. No, did you not yeah. enjoy specifically the development of yeah. Meryl Streep as a character? Because obviously she's yeah. a real person totally. I mean that's what I enjoyed I, I, I enjoyed it all the way through mean. I
0: enjoyed it I, I'm, I'm just saying it's not like for example it's you did not think
2: this need to be told is that what you're saying I
0: think it was I'm happy for it to be told but it's not it's not gonna. It's it, it's not as great a film. It's not a great film. It's a perfectly good film, and that's what I'm saying. It's not. It's like, not worthy of winning. For example, like, I think it's no accident that it, it, it's, it's total Oscar bait, but it's actually. I don't think it's going to win any. Many yeah. may not be, even be nominated for Best Picture in the end. Didn't get any BAFTA nominations. I think it's like. So it's, it's just slightly this disappointing. Like, yeah, it's, yeah, it's mean, not
2: it, the triumph of a, a paper being able to survive because of them being ballsy yeah. enough to is not the same as unearthing 90 no. Catholic priests abusing children right. in. Boston area alone and then exactly. going on to unearth exactly. that nationwide. Yeah. That is absolutely The correct. other film
0: it brings to mind is All the President's Men which is one of right. the greatest okay. films of well, all yeah. time I about Watergate. That. So this film actually I'm not even going to say it it, kind of, well, it's not, it ends with an allusion it to does Watergate. It. it does. And it's even worse because you think, like oh, hold on you're now you're now comparing yourself to the, one of the great films of all time It's all nowhere near
2: met. the, for the so it, complete, no. that's so that's all for So it's nowhere No So I was hoping enjoyed. against
0: hope that it would be of that level but it's just not
2: I didn't go Do you know what I so. think I enjoyed it so much more because I didn't go into right. that I, It's I, all I enjoyed, about expectations I, I was like I went into it thinking "Oh, going to see some great performance from Meryl Streep Tom Hanks and oh, I think do, they yeah. ex- And I think for me they excelled themselves, yep. and and I loved it. I really yep. loved it. But I take exactly what you say. I now I don't think it is a particularly important story that needs to be told. And we're kind of
1: in the the time where people are making important stories that need to yeah, be right, told. Right. This needs to be yeah. told. Well, I, and um, do you know what I disagree. I I think it is an important story that needs to be told because it's obviously set in seventy one, but actually it could be two thousand and seventeen with Trump and how he's you know the. Thing. So I think it is important. Oh, I just
0: think they're definitely in parallels, and clearly, yeah. again, that's another reason why they made it because there are parallels to Trump, definitely, and yeah. how how journalists are dealing with that, and how you know how free how press, far and going, all free press and all that, definitely. And Spielberg was on Newsnight the other night talking about that those parallels. But I, I, so all I'm saying is, I'm not saying I'm not. I'm, I definitely would recommend it. It's a perfectly good film. It's definitely worth seeing. I just feel like with these greats involved, it's. Didn't quite hit the heights that it could have. I prefer Bridge of Spies, like Spillers' last film, which was that Spilly another true film, story. Yeah. You know, which he, I th- that film I thought he told that with a relentless focus, and that w- also with Tom Hanks. Mm. I preferred that. That felt more like weightier, kind of more stylish. Everything about that felt oh, slightly I better than no, this. Oh, I didn't know. I thought this
2: was star. I liked it. I actually liked I'm being, it. I'm sounding more
0: harsh like, than I intend. Yeah, I don't but think it's you more do, a do sense really. of disappointment.
1: I don't think you sound harsh. I don't oh, think good, you sound fine. harsh. Good. Right. I think it's a film that's worth seeing however yeah. I wouldn't I personally don't think people need to go to the cinema to yeah. see it I think you can watch it on DVD it's not a cinema film I agree which for Stephen
0: Spielfield, that's pretty much saying something because he's one of the great visual stylists of ever in the history of film well so he's let
2: himself down a little bit then because I don't think right. you need to see I it I agree with you yeah
0: I, I, and I think it's slightly because all the President's men looks incredible that's another, yeah. you know, another thing about that film to keep going on about it harp on about it yeah anyway
2: okay
1: it's wow it's definitely worth seeing oh I am a little shocked the,
0: at, yeah, yeah I knew I'd shock you the post. How many stars are you giving it? K.
1: Give it four stars.
0: Steph.
2: I would give it four and a half stars. Okay. I only really give adorable. it four. Solid four. Okay.
0: It's out in cinemas. Decide for yourself, as I keep saying. <laughs> this and tweet, Friday, us and us saying. Course, yeah. tweet us and let us know. Of course, um, tweet us uh, and let us know. This Friday, the nineteenth of January, as is our final big review oh, yeah. of the week, the latest from Pixar, Coco.
1: Now we're talking.
0: Steph, we've already alluded oh, to the fact that I you're just, an emotional wreck after seeing this film. I feel so emotional. I'm going to
1: try I'll try So I'm now going to
0: give you the honour of describing what the hell Coco is all about.
1: Of course she's got her head in her hands
2: already. <laughs> Honestly, it's so upsetting. Okay, right. So I'm I'm okay. Little Miguel is a 12-year-old boy, animated boy, of course, not a real boy. But I'm sure there <laughs> are little Miguels out there, okay? It's oh not a documentary. Loves, he loves music. He wants to play the guitar and sing, but He's been banned by his family from doing it. They don't want anything to do in with it. Mexico. In Mexico, sorry, in Mexico. Yeah, this is all set in Mexico. Um, his family, there's there's a bit of a curse, and they're like, "You're not allowed to play music. We don't want it." And it's all to do with the fact that his grandmother Coco, her father, so his great great grandfather, has passed on. Okay, and they don't want it to be spoken about, and so they don't, they don't acknowledge him at all and they don't put up his picture on the special like Day of the Dead which they have in Mexico. They don't celebrate him at all and they just don't they don't want to hear any music, okay? (laughs) They're really
0: anti-music.
2: So, he somehow in the magical land of animation (laughs) ends up in the land of the dead and he has to try and get back to the land of the living but also along... At the same time, alongside, he's trying to discover why his family were cursed, what's, what it's all about. And sorry, the central crux as well is he's got this, uh, this Mexican music star, De La Cruz, who he is obsessed with. Mm. Um, and so, who has also passed on. So, he, when he goes to Land of the Dead, he seeks him out. Because um, he thinks that the De La thinks Cruz is this, his great gran, yeah, right grandfather. He thinks that he's related to him. No, spoiler alert. No, no spoiler. I'm not going to spoil <laughs> no, it. No, don't actually. spoil it. I'm not going to no. spoil it. So, anyway.
0: Voiced by Benjamin Bratt.
2: Voiced and he sings in it as well, he he sings it. It's so emotional, you're gonna have to prepare
1: yourself that you will need to take a full box of Kleenex because it is so distressing. I've got a picture of (laughs) Steph post-screening crying and Pogs, if you wanna see it, all I need to do is get one single tweet and I'm gonna put it It out there. It (laughs) was
2: uncontrollable sobbing. Oh my God, it was awful. was
1: talking about it, It it was very upsetting. She was beside herself.
0: We should also say that um, it's, it's, it's a kind of Mexican culture celebration, mm. isn't it, a lot of this. This is, you know, um, I would say probably one of the criticisms of Pixar films is they've been pretty white yeah. down the years. I mean, they've been extraordinary. A lot of them, some not so good. The last one was Cars 3, which is a load of old rubbish, nonsense. Mm-hmm. T- the, yeah, just purely made so they could get more car merchandise yeah. sold, which is fine. Um, awesome. This is, is a complete it? original no. and it's totally steeped in Mexican cultures of so the Day of the Dead and Oh, I thought it was
1: fantastically done. Um,
0: there's the character voiced by Gal Garcia Bernal who's like the, the kind of sidekick figure. There's the dog. You must have loved the dog. The, the I goofy did, dog. Say. I didn't
2: want to mention it again because I thought oh, did do Dog Overload but the dog is amazing in it. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> it's so brilliant. It's just lovely.
0: Um, and it's, so it's kind of like, it's a kind of celebration of that, of the culture, isn't it? The music and, I mean, I don't know what you thought, Kay, but I thought because I was slightly not dreading is the wrong word. I went to I, I went to a, um, a Disney event where they kind of preview all of their big films that are coming out. This is probably like six months ago, and they had a big spiel about it, and they showed you kind of clips of it. And I thought, and I thought the dog stuff looked a bit irritating. I, I'm, not, I'm not saying it was in the what? finished. No, 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 no. I, I didn't think <laughs> it was irritating at all. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Gal Garcia Bernard's character sounded a bit irritating. But then you f- see the final thing. Now this is my initial. I was slightly. Spreading. that's all I'm just being honest then I sat down to watch it and I thought actually this is a total massive return to form for Pixar because oh. I think it may be the most stunning looking one they've ever oh, done oh it's so the, the colours, colours. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They said. the, the ne- colours the neon yeah. colours in, particularly when it, in oh. the, after, after, the into afterlife bit the land of
1: the day the land of the day yeah. oh the land of the day is fantastic oh. just
0: extraordinary yeah and it really does... Keep, and I think my one criticism of some Pixar films, even some of the... Like Up, for example, which has that incredible opening 10 minutes, right? Remember? Up
2: is one of my favourite films.
0: But don't you think in the middle of Up, it slightly sags. There's a there's a sag in Up. <laughs> Up goes a, down. A sag? <laughs> a sag. A narrative sag along which the way. Which bit
2: will you think is a sag? When they arrive,
0: what? you know, the, the main characters. Yeah. And they're trying to work... It's, just, it's, it's not quite as exciting as it should be. I think in this... It, there's a tiny little mini-sag, but it pretty much keeps the pace going very, yeah. very well. It's funny, and it's incredibly charming. And in the end, I mean, I was welling up. As, and I, and, but you, I mean, I wasn't sobbing uncontrollably uh, like you were. I
2: have full breakdown.
0: But it is very, very emotional. It's brilliantly done. So I, I, I thought I was such a return to form. Did it's I say up. that
2: the grandmother is called Coco? Did I say that? Yeah, yeah. 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 And she the is. grandma
0: yeah. character, who looks almost a little bit like the Adasna up
2: yes. grandfather, doesn't yes. she, in a way.
0: And it is such so, Huge eyes... And brilliantly realised. And yeah, it's all it's all done absolutely absolutely fantastically well. Are you a Pixar fan? Can you you know do you watch yeah, all of do the films? I don't watch feel? a lot of
1: animated films. So when I say that this is my favourite animated film of recent times, it probably means very little. But I just thought it was so joyful have you seen up and no i haven't seen up right okay. i've got to get down with up i get it <laughs> um it's so joyful and celebratory and i thought all the characters were great i cared about all of them and i thought actually you know for what for kids this is a really nice message that you know when someone um passes away mm. they still live mm. on and, and that you should a, always remember at them they're at a perpetual party yeah exactly you should always remember them i did what in the same breath which seems contradictory i did wonder if little kids would be scared of like the um, land of the dead.
0: I thought they did that really well because um, even though so there are skeletons, there's kind of yeah. skeletons, but they're done so comically, yeah, aren't f- they? That S-
1: it's so funny. Yeah, it's That's really
0: funny. That's the thing, funny. there's this
1: character called Hector, who's my favourite character, who's just so hilarious. So it's obviously joyful for both children and yeah. adults alike. I always say that I really like the music. I thought the music was mm. fun remember me? Yeah. Oh, you sing it? oh, oh God, no, don't. you set her I off again, it. boy, though. <laughs>
0: That's the best song. I mean, there's a few. There's a smattering of songs. No, but I mean, one... it's
1: like the music throughout. really, good. Yeah, there's a few
0: songs, and, there's, and there's, yeah, the music is great.
1: I thought it was a nice representation of a Mexican culture as well. I don't, I don't know. Like, have you seen that? Has anyone been?
0: Oh yeah, about it. I think it's done. No, no, no. It's done it very well. It's yeah. I think everyone involved. I think all of the they emphasised very much of that event I went to, as I say, that everyone involved, the, the writers and the for all Mexican. the performers. Are um, Hispanic. um, Yeah, the whole thing is is probably the whole creation of it was steeped in that culture. So. Yeah, they've got it right. It's all absolutely. Cuz it could
1: easily have gone the other way and be right. yeah, like no stereotypical. But it also doesn't
0: feel and... like they're doing it as a token yeah, thing. Yeah, I was
1: just going to say it doesn't feel no, like that. It doesn't
0: feel like oh, no. it doesn't
2: feel like they've gone, oh, "Let's make one for the Mexicans." No, Do you no, know it what doesn't. I mean? <laughs> it does. No. But you and I know like, no, <laughs> no, no, no. that no. say that in a really flippant way. But you know, it doesn't yeah, it feel like it could like have gone. Yeah, it could have felt cheesy. Yeah. It could have.
0: But that's the brilliant thing at its best. This is why I think the genius of Pixar at its best is the how is it's slick. It's incredibly slick and sometimes like if I was being ultra critical, like this, sometimes the jokes are, are so like well toned, finely honed. Mm. It's almost like you're feeling it's too slick. But it's no, I don't think this was. I think in the past some of them, you know, some like Toy Story. I mean, I love the Toy Story trilogy. But uh, what I'm saying is, I think this is there's almost ramshackle element to mm. it within the slickness. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's hard I to describe. Uh, I thought it was it was. Oh. Fantastic. It's kept like yeah.
2: kind of that animated caper feeling, like, yeah. like, all the way throughout, which yeah. is really really good, and you do, it doesn't feel as. I don't want to say regimented, but I feel like with like Toy Story in particular, you know, there's gonna formula. Yeah, formulate. Right. That's it's it. It's quite complicated. Yeah. That's what sort of, yeah. it
0: is. Like in, explain because they have to explain the rules of the yes. of the different world, don't they? And they have yeah. to explain like why. So in order to, to stay. You know, alive in the world of the dead, you have to have people looking at your picture photos in the yeah. in the living. There's a lot of kind of little things you have to explain. I thought that. So they do it. That
2: is educational as
1: well.
0: Right, yeah. <laughs> I mean, these aren't all happening in real life. Even it's
2: like not even like great
1: great grandmother, you know, stuff like this. But God, what, I think it's an absolute treat. I'm going to watch it again. Yeah, it
0: is oh, an absolute don't treat. Don't get yourself
1: through it. I so am. Sad. I didn't find it as traumatic as you Please did. I did watch, watch it up because
2: that is also emotionally. Okay, so draining. shall I watch a oh, draining.
0: <laughs> <laughs> watch up. Yeah. What I mean, it's, how many Pixar films have you seen? Have you seen I,
2: I'm a massive animated film. So lover. we've both seen
0: all of them. I've seen all of them. Yeah. yeah. Where would you rank it in the Pixar list?
2: That's really hard. Um, I probably would say it is in the top five. Actually, just in terms yeah. of uh, maybe five, maybe yeah. at the it's bottom
0: of my under. top five. Yeah. yeah. I think for me, it's probably yeah. Just in the top five. Off the Ooh, top of my head, I'm saying question. I'm saying Toy Story two or Toy something? Story two is better than one. Well, yeah. 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 Wally, Wally, Wally. Yeah, Wall-E, I haven't
1: seen Wally. Which is John's favourite. Uh,
0: um, up, despite the sag, oh, no, maybe. I would say
2: Up was probably my number two. I loved, really loved
0: You uh, know what I love is The Incredibles. Incredibles which is, is back, great, yeah, sequel yeah, this year, I think, yeah. soon. Um, so, yeah, I think it'd be those. Inside a bit, Out? Oh, Inside Out, of course. Genius. Yeah. There's another sag in Inside Out, I think, though. Because when they explain the premise, it's so clever. Inside Out is one with all the emotions, the different thoughts in the little girl's head. All mm. oh, right, you got to see that one as well. Can yeah. I just no, say so a I little think, sag I mean in that? Oh, oh, in fact, that's I, a good example of. Do you know a sag. what? I
2: would say my number one is You're though, obsessed with sag. Right. Yeah. I li- Monsters Inc.
0: Oh yeah, Monsters Inc. Yeah.
2: Come on, Monsters Inc.
0: It wouldn't that's, be my top five.
1: That Monsters, Inc. This is, is higher than five. Monsters Inc. Shall we be have easy. a screening mm. of all the Pixar films together in our gym jam?
0: Are you immediately not so interested in this ranking of Pixar films?
1: No, I'm saying this for real. That is, look, you know that we should do an animated special. Let's do an animated podcast special. I'm having a sag now.
0: It's the SAG Awards. <laughs> it
1: is.
0: Um, I think we've made it quite clear that it's if not in the top five bubbling under.
1: This is yeah, effing brilliant. I'm is. giving it five stars.
0: <laughs> that, that's definitely a move that on. Is a that's wrap a, wrap on. a move on. Yeah, yeah okay. that's a wrap up. Oh five stars. stars. Yeah, five it's five stars. stars. It's just. it's a Unanimous. Well, wow. I love it. Anytime a drawing verdict. can
1: make you weep from your eyes yeah. uncontrollably it's got to be. Five and stars. remember, Pogs, if you want to see this picture of Steph weeping, oh, no. just tweet me, and I will put it out there.
0: And by the way, I do think it probably will win the Oscar for best.
1: Of course, yeah, rightfully of course. so. Of course, it will. Well,
0: yeah. uh, so it opens on Friday as well as the Post. That's the one, though. I think, you know, in a way, for me, like I wasn't expecting to have enjoyed Coco more than the Post. Yes, I have to say that.
1: exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, you? Oh. No, he I don't think you can com- compare them. Well,
0: they're both films.
1: Oh. <laughs> Okay. Bravo!
0: Well, we've done the meat, and now it's time. Now that for the time. bread.
2: It's question, question time.
0: So the question this week is: What is the best animated thing ever? In honour of uh, Coco, I and mean, I could have done what's the best Pixar film, but now we've we've found <laughs> out that Kay's only ever seen one. I think, I'm glad I didn't. <laughs> no, I've that..: have seen Toy Story. Okay. Uh, shall I start with you, Steph? What is your favourite okay. animated thing? I ever.
2: I have to go on the thing that I watched continuously. So I watched so much that my videotape stopped working, wow. which is The Little Mermaid. Um, I absolutely love it. Oh my God, it's, it's been a Mermaid. mermaid-themed podcast. I can, I can <laughs> recite every single word of The Little Mermaid and I cannot watch it anymore. Okay, start, go. No. <laughs> I cannot watch it anymore because I watched I it don't so her. much. I just, I love Steph, The Steph, do Mermaid. the first line of The Little
1: Mermaid, otherwise we're gonna think that you're telling a lie. Ariel,
2: like...
1: Ariel. That is the first line. No, go on. That's what. Know. That's one word. But
2: I can. This I can't is Doctor Foster all over
1: again when she said she watched <laughs> no, the first. I loved it. I had.
2: I when <laughs> for that Christmas. I got the videotape <laughs> of the Little Mermaid and the little the videotape of Fantasia. And I didn't. I watched Fantasia once and didn't like it. Um, but yeah, the Little Mermaid. I love. I also do have to say though, I really do love Beauty and the Beast.
0: Oh yeah. yeah.
2: Oh, Beauty and the Beast was good because mm. when that ballroom scene happened in Beauty and the mm. Beast, and it was a really revolutionary in animation. Do you remember that? It was like a massive thing. And obviously Angela Lansbury's in it.
1: But yeah, Lansbo.
0: Kay, what is your favourite animated thing of all time?
1: Oh, uh, making the noise Lion my god, King. what was that it's the oh. Lion King I was
0: trying to Honestly, I
2: don't think anyone <laughs> could have no. decided do, I,
1: do that. the Lion King why didn't uh, you just say Kuna yeah. no because I, mean, I wanted I to know. do that bit it's because I'm lifting Simba uh, up I mean no one can see me you. listening, but you can see me you've got eyes Look. well I mean it is but the circle sound. Okay, stop. Fine. stop right, it I'm going to stop doing it it's fine god none of you got vision in here I was doing the Lion King the Lion King is my the one that I used to watch obsessively
0: as a kid and it's still and you carry on watching it Still no, of up.
1: Not. no, no, I've got you other things to watch. Not. Like I've just signed up to Netflix. God, would you mean just watch The Lion King on a loop next week? I want you to tell me what ah. you've watched on Netflix <laughs> because I don't believe your commitment to Netflix is happening. <laughs> All right, only if you only I will only watch something on Netflix if you do that bit from The Lion King just now. Do it. Ah, wow! <laughs> not the right line. Wow. I don't know what the words are. Uh, it's just that noise. Boy, Listen, Boyd, do it. Boyd, what is your what is your favorite? <laughs> I was going to
0: sing Circle of Life, but I thought. I <laughs> Listening, listeners need to hear that. (laughs) My favourite animated thing is—I mean, I love Wally. I love. Oh, do you know what
2: else I love? Iron Giant. Do you like Iron Giant? Love Iron Giant. Only have one choice. Okay, sorry.
0: Yeah, yeah. But no, I'm going for um, *Spirited Away*.
1: Oh, I can't believe I didn't mention that. Hayao
0: Miyazaki. Spirited Away. I've seen it. Yeah.
1: That was the first ever film I was allowed to go and review for Heat Magazine. Was it? Sent by Charles Gann. Oh, were you you to the premiere? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I was like, "What? You sent me to see a Japanese?" Film? No, it's incredible. Um, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, no, it's, no, it's really good. I'm just surprised that's the one out of the yeah. oh, no, myriad. Not. I mean, Are I you? could have chosen
0: Howl's Moving Castle, which I love as oh, well. Oh, that's great. Sometimes too. I like that more, but I feel like because Spirited Away was the kind of that was the one that turned the Miyazaki studio, mm. Ghibli studio, into a phenomenon. I think. I love that film. It's absolutely incredible. Yeah, and Howl's Moving Castle is brilliant as well. This year, your name, this year, which was a um, Japanese animated film, is, is astonishingly good film as well. Um, so there have been a lot of really great... And Red Turtle is another brilliant film. So there's a lot of... But, but Spirited Away, for me, set a, a a high bar. Do you like Finding Nemo? I do like Finding Nemo, yeah.
2: <laughs> Sorry, in Star contrast, I was just wondering yeah. to myself.
0: No, I did do like, like Finding it? Nemo. Um did I really like that? Yeah, yeah, it was good. I love Albert Brooks, of course, who voiced... Yeah. voiced. Um, Nemo. In fact. is it Nemo? No, it's no, Nemo's voice. dad. Nemo's dad. Yeah, Nemo's yeah, great, but it's yeah. got no. Albert Brooks is a legend.
2: Like but I do. I really king. liked Finding Dory as well. Yeah. I thought that was yeah. really. Good. I haven't I haven't seen, I've good. seen Nemo. You need to watch up. It's great. Yeah. Okay. Well, that was that's every animated film that's ever been made. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, thank you very much for uh, a full and frank discussion of the week's highlights. You're it's welcome, Boy We'll be back next week with more. It's a goodbye from me.
1: It's a bye from me <laughs> and goodbye from me.